Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 19, Watch Me Knit, Watch Me Crochet Shay. <laughs> I honestly, first of all, I can't say that without singing it because you, it just makes you me can't, do that no. Um, But it also totally makes me think of a past co-worker we had. Mm-hmm. Because if you recall, she used to practice the dance that went with that song yes in front of her giant like closet mirrors which (laughs) was hilarious because I mean she's from a farming family so I didn't strike her to be the whip it and nay nay (laughs) type of dancer behind the scenes but hey to each their own I mean she was doing it for a wedding wasn't she so that yes because they were gonna have to go out I think for like the bachelorette party and she wanted to know how to do the dance and make sure she looked good doing it right oh. before she gave a dose i think to the world which yeah i mean don't get me wrong i don't know the dance so no kudos to her give Neither me some of I. that cupid shuffle or cha-cha slide any of that stuff that tells me what to do during the dance and i'm in <laughs> yes we have some well a wedding coming up i shouldn't say some weddings we've had quite a few baby showers but we have a wedding coming up in the near future i am excited about that one because i think it's going to be a really super fun time of dancing and stuff like that. I do too. And I'm so glad that you're going because Eric doesn't dance. And quite frankly, I don't even know if he's even going to the wedding, but I'm oh, going. He'll, and I tell want him to he'll have to go because he's going to need to be able to sit at the table with Jeff, who also does not probably want to get up <laughs> and dance. So tell him they yeah. can sit at the table and people watch together. It'll be a whole, a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am excited about that. Um, this week, though, we're talking about watch me knit knit because I feel like this episode we are going to address the difference between knitting and crochet yes and I'm just gonna off the bat put the dirty look of the week out here (laughs) the dirty look of the week this week goes to people that openly know you knit or crochet or whichever one you do but continually ask you to do the opposite for example same whip it and nay co-worker Years before I I dabbled in yarn here, I recall for for years her asking you about cable knit sweaters. Yeah. Can you make this? And you'd be like, well, that's knitting. That's a cable knit sweater and that's knitting and I crochet. Oh, okay. But can you make it and how much? (laughs) I cannot know. And to be fair, I guess, crocheting and knitting to those who don't do it like it does kind of I guess look the same you have yarn and you're making something and you can make a blanket or I mean and there's even cable um not cable knit but like cable crochet that looks knitted but it it has an entirely different look to it that I feel like you really probably would only know to pick out if you do one or the other or both ah see I've got a friend that is a hell of a crocheter uh shout out to the wellens uh Mm -hmm. also super fun people but i mean she's a beast when it comes to crocheting like she whips out blankets that are like i don't know like lots of like she has a tote that Mm -hmm. might have say six or seven different working skeins and she's got it down to a science but yeah it is like something my dreams are made of but she recently posted something and that was that i said what i thought you crocheted do you knit and she was like, that is crochet, but it looked very similar mm-hmm. to the cable knit. So I was kind of intrigued by that just because it did look really cool. 
But I mean, I guess, and, and you're right, to the people that don't do what we do, it all probably does yarn, so it all looks the same. But I thought we could list some fun facts for listeners that may not know the difference between. So some interesting things, obviously, uh, when you are a knitter, you have two needles or mm-hmm. more sometimes. Right. I've learned that recently myself because, of course, I started like a normal person with two needles or circular needles are connected with a cable, but they still have, you know, a needle on each side. So it's mm-hmm. still two needles. But when you're making socks or even little tiny baby hats, sometimes those circular needles are not small enough to get to like the crown at the top. Yeah. Um, so you have to use what they call double pointed needles to where you're like working it and it can slide on and off of both sides so that you can work that circle pattern as small as you need it to be. Okay. I need to get some circular needles because I don't have any. And what I've been doing is a little jankety. Um, it's terrible. <laughs> I use the smaller lace needles that came with my interchangeable set because they're so tiny that it's almost like a double pointed needle. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's working. It's okay. I'm just practicing, but it works okay. But with crochet, it, similar to the needles, you only use one hook though, but they come in varying sizes. Uh, do you prefer metal hooks or yes. I know that you have some wooden hooks, right? I do. I do have wooden hooks, but I prefer metal. I like the glide of the metal too. There are some knitters that prefer a bamboo needle. And oh. I just feel like, okay, I'm a spaz that can't handle if I so much as have a hangnail that isn't the slightest bit snaggy on anything. Yeah. And I feel like a bamboo needle, like, I don't know. I feel like it would get snaggy over time. Yeah. I've seen in a lot of crochet groups, and this is this is gross to me. And sorry if if this offends anybody, but I feel like there's much better ways to do this. But when a crochet hook starts to get squeaky and the um, yarn doesn't slide on it very well, a lot of people will run it through their hair because it's like if it's unhairsprayed, but like to grease it up i guess and crochet what? Like, yes and i'm like wow no don't do that surely That's there's gross. gotta be something right like don't I... put your hair oils on that crochet hook use wax paper or something just rub some wax paper on it like there's much better ways uh, would to baby do it. powder work like i know when you're playing with like a deck of cards you use like baby powder to keep them from sticking would baby powder work i wonder i don't know because i've never heard that before but I know that I've never just ran my crochet hook through my hair. And folks that are running your crochet hook through your hair or crochet hook through your hair, have you showered lately? Because why is your hair that greasy that your first thought is like, oh, (laughs) this hook needs greased up. Let me comb it through my mat. Right. I I saw that on a Facebook group one day. Um, Someone was like, does anyone else run their hook through their hair when it... um, when their yarn starts to squeak and I was like surely not no. Comments, and no I guess it's really popular <laughs> I mean you might as well have been like does anybody else spit on it and, like, <laughs> I, uh, I don't like, know I mean that's okay that's odd I've never realized. heard that before so touche even I am learning something here on our podcast yeah I never would have thought to do that ever no I I wouldn't have either and honestly even though my crochet hooks sometimes get squeaky like it's never enough to bother me to the point You've where I feel like tempted. I need to fix it. No. And <laughs> I would and I would think and from 
many years in the retail business having to take, you know, wax paper to re-wax the, um, like, end caps and stuff and the racks to so the hangers slide across them. No, um, I've never heard that either because although oh. I did work a retail past live, I mean, I'll tell you, I worked for Pier 1 Imports, so mm-hmm. I didn't really, I've never dealt with clothing retail, I suppose. Pier 1 okay. was such a fun place to work, but man, did they get my paycheck back every time. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it was terrible, but I had such a, well, okay, so I had been there for some time, and like the way that it worked there, I don't know how it is now, because this has been decades ago, but at the time, based on your tenure, your discount increased each year that you were there. Oh, and then actually my last year there, I was also employee of the year. Oh. But that gave me an additional 10% off. Oh, wow. So hell, by the time I left, I was crazy. I mean, like 50 or 60% off. And that was off of clearance and everything. So wow, I would rake it in. And man, did my house look amazingly decorated. Uh, I mean, I didn't make enough money to pay bills or anything per se. But no, I never <laughs> had to deal with waxing uh the hanger rack so that's another interesting factoid there of retail life well i just i assume that it would work the same with a crochet hook i mean it's metal and you're sliding something across it so yeah i'm totally sure yeah i, would, I mean i, I would think that would be before a... i ran it through my hair for again, sure i'm sorry if i'm offending anybody that might do that but it just is not something that I would have thought to do. You know, the okay. thing is, though, I would almost imagine that they only have done that because it was probably something that someone else told them. Oh, I'm sure. Like, oh, when yeah. that happens, just run it through your hair. You know what I mean? Like, I, so I'm yeah. sure it's like a something that has been passed down. Like, I don't know anybody. If I were to pick, well, okay, I learned to knit from a book and nowhere did it say run those needles through your greasy mop. <laughs> so I don't think that would have ever crossed my mind. But again, had I grown up with a grandma that's like, well, honey, when that sticks, you just run it through your hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I, it would have been different. So I don't know, but that, yeah. that's definitely interesting. Um, I think it's interesting too with the stitches. Like I, of course, now can definitely tell if something's knit or crocheted, but Knit stitches, and I laughed to myself earlier thinking about this, are are a tighter stitch Mm -hmm. just because of the way you're working the loops and weaving them in and out of each other is to wear crochet. You can have tight stitches or you can have loose. Crochet stitches are prettier to me, if you ask, but that's my personal opinion. I do. I just feel like, okay, so um, knitting, you have two stitches. You got a knit stitch and a purl stitch. And even if you're it doesn't matter what stitch you want to look up. The bubble stitch, the waffle stitch, the mm-hmm. frozen Elsa Olaf <laughs> stitch. It doesn't matter. It's going to be some sort of variation of a knit stitch and a purl stitch. That's right. It. And with crochet, I feel like like you can do the little, like the yarn overs or yarn wraps. I don't know what they're called in crochet. They're called yarn overs in knitting. Yeah. Um, But, you know, with your yarn overs and your whatever, like you can make it look like a seashell. You can make it look like flowers. You can make them look like... Like, still over here, I'm like, yep, still a knit stitch and a purl stitch. <laughs> so, for that, I like, I feel like crochet stitches are prettier, but something interesting, as I was researching, um, I found that crochet stitches are less likely to unravel. I have Because that they're similar to knots, like, like, more like a, like you're knotting, kind of, almost yeah. in each stitch. Is to wear knitting is just literally loops tied into loops. Like knitting makes me think of, do you ever make friendship bracelets back yeah. in the day of mm-hmm. like those jelly bracelets or whatever hair ties? Yeah. 
where you would like loop two loops, pull them together, loop another mm-hmm. two loops. Pull. That is what knitting is. You're just pulling loops together. So if you drop a stitch in knitting, your whole piece could be gone in the blink of an eye if you make a wrong move. I've heard that and that sometimes if you drop it and you don't realize it, that you have to kind of feed it back up through the the thing yes, to get it back there's like the a they recommend getting a crochet hook actually to fix it and um, you kind of like work your stitch back up the ladders back up to whatever row you're on but I'll be honest again I think our listeners know I'm not really that high tech yet so t- if that happened to me I don't know that I would be able to fix it I would probably get pissed off and rip the whole thing out because <laughs> just put just a little dab of fabric glue on it to where like it stays put and just keep going oh <laughs> uh, that's a good idea yeah I need to no probably i don't use some fabric glue on hand for yeah. that i was gonna say reason. i don't know if that would work or not but there are times where something that i was making when i did a color join maybe i didn't you know make it tight enough or something and several times I've had a situation where it maybe like came undone on the wash or something like that. So now typically when I join another skein of yarn or another color or something, I'll take a little bit of fabric uh, glue and a toothpick or a Q-tip or something small and just kind of dab it right on that knot and just reinforce it a little bit. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, it definitely couldn't hurt. Um, yeah, and it's I, so small, you can't even feel it. Like, you don't know the difference between that and the knot itself. Because you're only right. just using just a teeny tiny bit. Now, in looking at both knitting and crochet, for anybody that may have a kid that wants to learn to knit or crochet, both are really pretty easy to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, they help with anxiety. Uh, can be taught at a super young age. Yeah. So it's a good way to get kids away from the screens, I feel like, too. Right. Um, Remy's been really interested in watching me. And, like, when I first showed her and Gatlin just the basic knit stitch, we did the old pirate method of, you know, stab it, strangle it, scoop right. all the guts, show it off the cliff. But you know what? They remember it. And it's, I don't know, it's something she likes. Like, she's only seven, so she's not something she's super into now, but feel like as she continues watching me and the different things and I've made a couple baby doll hats for her for her babies and whatever like I think it's something she'd probably like to do in the future yeah and it's always something that they can be proud of later that they made because it's something they can keep yeah and I mean even now it's cool like I mean I don't feel like I'm in the cool kids club or anything per se but it is neat to just be able to have something I can craft or I can make. Like, it's not mm-hmm. anybody can paint by number or anybody can, you know what I mean? Like, ah, okay. Right. But I don't feel like everybody could whip you up a blanket or pillow on command. And I mean, I might be able to if you needed a year from now. <laughs> but, but it is just something to be cool. Even at my age, it's something, like you said, it's something to be proud of and something that you can make and. I don't know. Like, I look forward to honing my skills in now. That way, decades to come, when I have grandkids, I'll be all over those baby mm-hmm. clothes. Yeah, and it's, to me, and I everybody's different, but to me, it's something that if I put it down for a little bit and work on something else, which isn't ever very long, but usually, I can pick up whatever stitch it was 
pretty quickly. So for instance, if it was like a bobble stitch or something like that, that's not like your typical stitch or whatever. It's still, it's pretty easy to remember. So I like that, that it's, it's, it looks more complicated than it is. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why I like crochet too. I don't know. I, uh, I got a little, I don't know what happened the other night. Not that I was bored because I've got two projects that are unfinished that are staring me in the face every day, but clearly that means I need to try something new. So the other day I might've picked up my crochet hook and tried to just mess around a bit and see what I like, no pattern, just, just loop de looping around. But somehow I ended up kind of just making a ginormous spiral as if I was making like my fifth grade art project clay pot mm-hmm. spiral. But I was like, I don't know how to stop this. It just keeps getting bigger. So I stopped and ripped it all out. But yeah. um, I mean, crochet is fun because I don't know. I think I would like that you can stop wherever with knitting with both mm-hmm. needles. I don't feel like I can stop unless I'm at the end of whichever side. Oh, like yeah. it's an OCD thing. I don't like having like some people can just stop mid row, put the stoppers on the ends of the needles and call it a day. No, yeah. my OCD would have me sneaking out at two in the morning to go finish those stitches because <laughs> it would bother me that there was like an unfinished row on the needles. So, yeah, I'm like be kind of cool. Like, I don't know. I'm like that, but it's just a personal preference for me to finish at least the row that I'm on it just helps me keep track better but there are some times though where if I am super tired and I've already made a couple mistakes that I've had to go back and fix I'm like that's it I'm done I'm putting it up because (laughs) like it's gonna take me more time just to try to get through this row because I'm not focusing on what I'm doing and not that it requires a whole lot of focus but if you're super tired and and things things that don't look like a mistake or a big deal at say one in the morning come about eight in the morning they definitely look like a big deal oh no (laughs) so when I start making mistakes I'm like okay I'm done and there are times when Eric has even been like that's the fourth time I've seen you rip out that row you need to just put it away (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's times that Jeff gets like that too when I was trying to learn in the round and I kept ripping it back out he'd be like are are you taking that all out again? I'm like, just mind your business. <laughs> yeah. It's it gets to a point where you're not you're not actually being productive. You're being counterproductive because you're trying to get more done than what you're capable of at that time. And then it ends up being more time because you have to fix it. So it's just not even if you're tired, put it away. It's not worth it. Yes, I agree, because it'll be there waiting. I didn't get the baby blanket finished for this past Saturday that I needed to, but I did get uh, three little headbands finished for our sweet babe, and I'm going to work on having this blanket done by the end of next month, because that's when she's due, Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's a more reasonable goal. Yeah. But I also, I don't know, I guess I'm getting old, because... At my old age of 36 here, I may or may not have blown my back out sitting at a desk job today. And so I'm not I'm not exactly certain what happened, but I'll be honest, I do not see any knitting in my future this evening because like I'm all propped up on like 17 pillows right now. I cannot even fathom trying to like hold both of my arms up and making that happen. 
Yeah. So that makes me a little sad because that's always like my treat. Once kids go to bed, I watch shows that we record and I knit. And tonight it's not happening. Yeah. I, I've got things to do in the evenings like the rest of the week. But come this weekend, I'm going to probably stay up late Friday and Saturday night and work on my American flag blanket for my mom. It's more than halfway done. So it's not like it's not right. You know, a huge. Well, I think your little side project you've been working on is really cool too. We'll have to post a picture of that for our listeners. Sarah has been working on a super fun little bird feeder project and i, know it has <laughs> I literally wasn't even sure what you were talking about for a minute i was like i'm just gonna let her continue because i don't know what she's talking <laughs> could i hope this doesn't turn us <laughs> out um no so okay i feel so weird sometimes saying things like this but i don't know if other countries have thrift stores god we need to go on tour to other countries so i can quit asking stupid questions like this but <laughs> So if anybody wants to sponsor that, uh, give us a shout out. But (laughs) for real though, so we have something here called Thrift Store. And it's basically like used goods that are still in, you know, decent condition. But it's uh, like, it could be clothing. It could be shoes. It could be sports good or pots and pans or, in Sarah's case, a chandelier. She found a chandelier at our thrift store for $5, which is insane. But it's super cute. She painted it pink and got like teacups and saucers and glued them on to where where like the bulbs or candles would go in the chandelier as a bird feeder and I'm really jealous all of the birds in (laughs) her area are gonna just really be eating in style (laughs) well I'm more excited probably about the lights that are about to go on it because I love lights. I don't care what kind of lights it is. I don't care if it is Christmas lights, solar lights, fairy lights, big bulb lights. It doesn't matter. I like all the lights. Give me all the lights. So I'm excited to begin those hot pink lights on it this weekend to put on the um, bird feeder because then it'll light up at night. Are you going to hang it in your tree in the front? Where Mm -hmm. are you going to hang it? In the front. Yeah, the tree in the front. Oh, cute. And (laughs) I feel like my neighbor's going to be like, listen thrift store front yard you're lowering property values around here tell them that chip and joanna Gaines made a lifestyle from isn't that their name i think so uh made a lifestyle from their redoing stuff so what's up i um, i mean they have their own channel and their own network now and a whole freaking thing in waco texas like a whole storefront magnolia something or other but Legit, those people turned it into a whole lifestyle, so tell them to like it, and you'll sign an autograph for them in case they want one before (laughs) you make it big. Well, I want to get some, I need to do something with my flower bed. Like, I like my flower bed, it's just, it looks very plain right now, and I want to do some extra stuff with it, but then I want to get some glassware of some kind. I've got a pickle jar that once I'm done eating the pickles out of it, I'm going to use that as a trial but I saw on Pinterest where you can take glass jars or vases or whatever it is that you want to use Mod Podge and food coloring you just mix the Mod Podge with however many drops of food coloring it needs to get to the color that you want it to be you pour it into the vase thing kind of let it um, like turn it to where like all the inside of it gets covered with the colored Mod Podge 
pour out any of the excess. And then I don't remember, I'll have to look. I don't remember what the temperature of the oven needs to be on, but you put it in the oven for like 10 minutes, pull it out, let it cool down for like 10 or 20 minutes or something like that. Put it back in the oven for like another 10 minutes, pull it back out and keep doing that until the Mod Podge is dry and there aren't any streaks in it. So I want to try that. And I saw a lot of different um, uh, things that you can do with those. You can put solar lights in those or candles. I thought that'd be really cool to do and put a candle on the inside of it. Um, Oh, yeah. You can even use those little flickery, like. Mm -hmm. Well, I was thinking like mosquito candles, those citronella candles because oh, I was like that would be really smart. cute to put yeah outside on the patio or whatever so that like it looks cute because we have those citronella candles that you can get at Walmart and they come in like the metal tins yes but that's not cute it's not welcome back <laughs> sorry about that brief uh interruption I'm not sure we didn't even mention the mouse with two ears <laughs> so I don't know what happened that was really weird uh Sorry about that. You guys won't notice this because I'm going to patch this together, but uh, behind the scenes here, we're going to tell you about it. Randomly, we just got completely cut off here from our recording. So, so little, little technical challenge, but we're back. We're back at it. Talking about Mod Podge. You know who we should ask about that is our friends over at the Craft Parenting Podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, because I wonder, I need to, we need to scope out what types of crafts and things they're into because maybe right. they know all about that Mod Podge and can tell us the do's and don'ts, uh, save us some trouble there. But I, I wonder know, how I think... much the Pinterest app has actually cost us over the years. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I know it's a I free do. app, but how much has it cost us in craft supplies? I would like to know. <sighs> No, I would like to know how much has it cost me in unrealistic dreams and expectations of what my kids' parties should look like. Oh, yeah. Because well, we that baby shower this weekend, I was like, the bar has been raised. <laughs> I know. And by the way, I got shower. the lowdown on the cake. I know. It was from Costco. Shut up. Really? Costco? She said it was a $20 cake. And I was like, okay. So I said, okay, tell me more about what was, okay, so for our listeners, I guess we should reverse. Uh, we have a sister slash coworker uh, that is due that I'm working on this blanket for, we keep talking about. So we got to get together and go to her baby shower this past weekend. And let me tell you, aside from all the food and everything just being amazing, they had a cake that was to die for. It looked like it was just going to be your Joe Schmo Walmart vanilla cake. No. Probably the best vanilla cake I've ever had. It had some sort of a cream mm-hmm. in the inside. Yeah. That was not like. It wasn't like an icing. It was not like an icing, but it was also not, it was not like a whipped topping of any kind. You know what it kind of reminded me of was pudding. Kind of, but not quite like, okay, so my favorite donut is the chocolate long john with the cream inside, like more like a whipped cream. Yeah. Jeff likes the chocolate long john. With like the custard filling, actually right. he he calls it Teletubby custard. To be honest, what? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Uh, but I don't like the custard, so it wasn't quite like a full on custard. Yeah, either. 
But I don't know. It was seriously like I couldn't get enough of that cake. I was so full when they brought that piece over. She's like, you want cake, please? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> um, but it was so good. And for it being a Costco cake, what the heck? Can we just get a cake for no special occasion whatsoever? We're going to have to like black, mar- black market get a Costco cake because neither of us has a Costco membership. I know. That's why I was just wondering, do you have to have a membership? I feel like it's probably a thing, but I feel like we have more than one coworker in our individual department that has access to that for us. So I feel like we could just be on the down low, like so-and-so meet me in the parking lot of Costco. We ordered this cake and I need you to pick it up. (laughs) I mean, that doesn't sound shady at all, right? Not at all. Not at all. And honestly, probably, I don't know how much Costco membership is. I'll have to look it up so I could be way off base here, but I feel like maybe a Costco membership probably would almost pay for the for the cake itself i would think so and i'll tell you i don't know about costco because we don't have one close but we have a sam's club membership and i would imagine it's similar yeah and honestly run to sam's club because they were running some sort of a thing where like it's 45 dollars for the membership but upon entering and getting your membership cards they also hand you a 45 dollar gift card so it's free yeah, so why not, you know? Right, that's it's what like I It's like a say. library card for grocery stores. <laughs> it absolutely is. And I could go in that store, and I'm just, like, amazed. Because aside from, like, okay, lots of magical food and massive bulk quantity. But they have other stuff, too. Did you know that they have jewelry? They have purses. They have mattresses, appliances. Like, you name it, they literally have it. Um, I got Remy. We got Remy some clothes there. They had... Uh, shorts and like matching shirts or like one of the things was like a little skirt. It, ha- it looks like a skirt, but it has shorts like, like biker shorts underneath. Right. Um, like bicycle, not like like motorcycle biker shorts. She's not wearing leather chaps underneath. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> but they were only like five dollars a piece. So that's pretty good. I mean, they're really nice. And if she plays in them or whatever, I mean, it was a five dollar shirt. So I feel like that's winning. Um. Catlin's getting a little more expensive to shop for and I shouldn't complain because they also has his have his stuff like I'd say like 10 bucks a shirt or shorts but he's definitely in men's sizes now so yeah. goodbye are those cheap shopping trips yeah it's out of control I know I mean I'm I shouldn't complain though grown. because what size shoes is Lucas in like 13 I think okay I think yep now. my kid's in a 6 so we're just now getting ready to approach men's shoes uh as lucas is wearing eric's pants and stuff now like his jeans until this fall until he goes back to school because there is no point in me going to get jeans and stuff one for summer because when is he really going to wear them except for maybe a couple times if we go out somewhere and two i guarantee you he hits a growth spurt before school starts and i'm gonna have to start shopping again before the weather gets cold for jeans and jeans for grown men are not cheap <laughs> you know so no i mean it's until until it's until it's required because it's just not feasible to go out and buy them now just have to buy them again in a couple months right and it's a challenge for me with remy i mean okay so she is seven but she's really tall and she's just not i mean she's not a big girl but she's not a small girl either like she's I don't, she's just a solid built girl. Mm -hmm. So at the age of seven, she's in like a size 16 in girls. And it sucks because the next size up, like 
she's not a hoochie mama. She's seven. She doesn't need right. booty shorts and belly shirts and whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, another coworker or former coworker, sad face of ours, um, that was with us Saturday, you know, yeah. her two girls are a grade ahead of Remy, like a foot taller than her. And only wearing, like, girl size 10. It's off the hook. So, I don't know. I need to, in, you know, the spare time that I have so many hours of, develop a clothing line for kids that are, like, in the in-between stage of life. Because she's not really wearing Minnie Mouse, but she also doesn't need Daisy Dukes. Like, I... It is at least with boys, like they can just it's a it's a boys t-shirt or it's a men's t-shirt. It's still right. just a t-shirt. Right. But I feel like I don't know, girls' clothing, man, it makes me mad. Like they and I can't just knit her a bunch of stuff. She can't be looking like Jan Brady. <laughs> well, and it just is it's it never fails with Lucas as he hits a growth spurt every summer before school. So it's hard to buy clothes for him because right as you're going from like summer into fall nothing that he was wearing in may is going to fit him in september oh yeah and that's true i don't know and if i mean i know that you're like us to wear with all the virtual stuff last year we didn't do like a traditional school shopping last year because Mm -mm. that would have been a waste you know what i mean we actually it was really bad this year because by the time christmas got here it was like, yeah, I was like, I don't have any winter shoes. My boots don't fit me. My tennis shoes don't fit me. Did you want me to wear cleats out in the snow? Like, but we hadn't, yeah. we hadn't gotten him new tennis shoes for school because he wore his sandals and stuff all the time. And I don't know. So it's, it's crazy. They went bowling Sunday. They had a birthday party to go to. And even then, like his tennis shoes that I'm looking at are, I think a five and a half and the size six bowling shoes wouldn't hardly fit him. Yeah. Lucas, he just has really wide feet that he gets that from my mom's side of the family they all have wide feet and it's hard finding shoes for him because it's not so much like the length of his feet is that he has wide feet and it's hard to get him shoes that aren't like tight around the sides to where like the seams or whatever of them aren't busting out at the I also must get that from my Middleton side of the family then because, (laughs) um, no, I have really wide feet too. And it sucks because like a lot of times there's really cute all hashtag Crocs. I'm going to give them a dirty look while we're at it. Uh, they have really (laughs) super stinking cute Crocs, like dressy, like wedges and sandaly looking super cute shoes that would be like reasonable work shoes, but also still not heels to where they're comfortable. Yeah. But my friend Flintstone, wide ass feet, I couldn't get them in there. And I was so mad, like, please, why don't you make wide shoes? Like, I feel yeah. like they just think all girls have skinny feet. And I nothing about me is skinny, let alone my feet. So I, I feel his pain there. I would love some more choices in the wide shoe department. I, now that it's warm outside, I'm in flip-flops. I'm going to remain in flip-flops. Until the first snowflake hits the ground. And then I will think about putting on tennis shoes. (laughs) No, I do wear tennis shoes when we go walking. And that, just because I, like, flip-flops aren't comfortable for long treks anywhere. But that just on, like, the average, just going someplace or to the store or whatever, it's flip-flops. And I do have, like, some 
not fancy flip like they're not the styrofoam ones but like the hard sold you know yes i've got a couple pairs that are a little more like the super flat like you said like hard bottom i have a cubicle neighbor at work who would be absolutely disgusted (laughs) to see me wear sandals oh my gosh i know and you know it's funny because when it comes to work like I really love sandals in general. I, I would go barefoot year round if I could because yeah. I just hate shoes. But I thoroughly enjoy sandals, and I was, you know, I'll I'll bust them out pretty early. Like I'm talking March, April, the first glimmer of sunshine, bring them on. Yeah, and then I don't usually put them up until like snow. So, uh, one time I remember walking in, and it might have been early November, but in my defense, it was still like 60s probably. And that to me is still sandal weather, but we, I was walking in with the president of our company and a short sleeves on and sandals on because I also can't be bothered with coats Same for the walk to and from the car. Like that, no. So I'm waltzing in doing my walk and he kind of looked back at me and looked back again with a double take and said, sorry, I had to do a double take. Aren't your feet cold? And I was like, oh, me? No, I. I'd go barefoot if it wasn't frowned upon in the workplace. And I don't think he knew what to say. Like the look (laughs) on his face was the best ever. And he was just like, Oh, you're something. Have a good day. And I was like, you too. But like, I don't know. I feel like that's a lot of people in Ohio. We're in this weird, like we want to be in the South, but we're not in the South phase of, of Ohio. Like, I also only wear a hooded sweatshirt for the most part. Like, I won't put a coat on unless it is a sheer blizzard, but see me with the same hoodie on every day. Yeah. We have a uh, safety person at work who I was walking into work one day in a rainstorm and he had an umbrella and he didn't. He's like, you want to use my umbrella? I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm almost inside. And um, he was like, you should get an umbrella. I was like, umbrellas are for wimps. <laughs> walk back into <laughs> That's hilarious. I will say we have some nice coworkers about the rain though, because we have another coworker who is a gentleman uh in HR, but um one of our teammates was parked way, way over when they were doing all that construction by truck parts and it was raining and he was like, Oh, I'm parked over there too. Let me walk you to your car, walked her all the way to the car and then got her in and he was not parked over there. He lied just to walk her to the car. We do work with some really courteous people i have to say but i feel like that that goes with working in a family company and family atmosphere and being there for years and years about everybody's been there for well over a decade or more a lot of people so well it's so cliche ish but like everybody really is family like i'll never forget one time jeff and the kids were stuck in our van in the snow you know, just a couple miles back from where we worked at, and I was just waiting on him to pick me up in the snow, just waiting and waiting, and then I got the text, like, I'm stuck. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. Aww. Well, two of our, our male co-workers, actually at the time for me, from other departments that I had worked with in the past, both like, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> well, just waiting, because Jeff's stuck in the snow with the kids. No, nah, they weren't having it. Loaded me in their car, drove back to where he was stuck, and stood outside to dig him out. You know what I mean? So it's... Yeah. I don't know. I'm really grateful for that sort of thing. Whether they think we're crazy for wearing sandals year round or not, they right. love our crazy. So, yeah. And I don't know. It's just, I know a lot of people complain about their jobs and the people that they work with, but I really have no complaints. I mean, everybody knows we do this podcast for fun. We're not 
making money or anything like that on Unless it. Unless you not sponsor now. us. Right. And say, if so, get a hold now. of us on I the mean, side. <laughs> maybe one day. But, I mean, even if we didn't make a dime doing this, or if we did, you know, it, it wouldn't change, I don't feel like, our, like, our day-to-day and the fact that we love working with our coworkers. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I hope they and... like us as much as we like them. <laughs> I hope so, because if not, we are going to sound that. like some really pathetic... Uh, nerdy coworkers right. here that just want their coworkers to love them. Back. <laughs> you know, and uh, if you don't like me, it's their loss. <laughs> true, that is true. I do feel like that also because we are some gems, and I don't know. I feel like we are everybody's cup of tea for the most part. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and for the most part, I'm not losing any sleep if I'm not. So <laughs> that's true. I will stay. We stay organic to who we really are because tonight we were gonna if they didn't they they canceled baseball but we were gonna have to tonight would have been my first night recording live from the baseball fields uh mother nature intervened and that didn't happen but uh that's our real life like you know I don't know like you said this is just something we do because it's really fun and I Mm -hmm. love engaging with our listeners so if you are listening uh you know we've got a lot of different countries that listen and a lot of different people, whether it's your first time listening to us or you've listened to every episode, we hope it's been fun for you too. And we hope that you join us next week and I'm sure we'll have some more shenanigans to talk about. Um, But if nothing else, I hope you had a fun time tonight. You can reach out to us if you want to sponsor our future life endeavors (laughs) or if you just want to say hi, you can find us on Instagram at needleshooksdl. Or on Facebook, also at Needles Hooks DL. Uh, or you can email us, and it's spelled all the way out Needles Hooks and Dirty Looks at gmail.com. Um, and we're again sorry for the random technical interference tonight. Uh, it was always be one of our Disney. podcasts without an interference of some kind. <laughs> for sure. That is Someone's absolutely listening to true. us. It's, it's still, it's, it's still, you know who I feel like. Oh, I'm calling them straight out. We'll see if there's any fear in Disney. Right. They have us pegged now. I'm really sorry if everybody just got a loud sound in their ear because I mentioned (laughs) the word. We're going to get a cease and desist letter. Oh my gosh, we probably will. Well, tune in next week. Find out if we got that cease and desist letter. (laughs) And as always, thanks for listening. Find us again, Instagram, Facebook, at Needlesucksdio, or email us, needlesucksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. Yes. Bye. Bye.